spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. I always appreciate Admiral James Stavridis former Supreme Allied Commander of NATO, but I really appreciate him today because who better to ask about this than Admiral Stavridis? One of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. By the way, note the the applause. You can follow Admiral Stavridis at StavridisJ. He's AdmiralStav.com. And don't forget, you can pre-order his forthcoming novel, 2054. You can do that right now. Admiral, thank you so much for being here. A buddy of mine said, will you please ask Admiral Stavridis, do you think that conversation really took place? And I want to ask that. I think it's a great question. You think a world leader ever said to Donald Trump, would you protect us in that circumstance? Uh, First and foremost, no fellow world leader addresses another fellow world leader with the sobriquet, sir, no conversation would start. So right there is a red flag. (laughs) I mean, do do you really picture Angela Merkel saying to Donald Trump, Sir, would you protect us? That never happened. And B, uh, no world leader would bend a knee like that to Donald Trump. Uh, Clearly, my view, a made-up story in order to further a made-up storyline by Donald Trump, which is this, that NATO is not good value for the United States. That's just patently wrong. And in one second, I'll just kind of do the numbers for the listeners uh, U.S. defense budget, largest in the world, about $800 billion. Chinese defense budget, about $280 billion. Russian defense budget, only about $90 billion. How much do those, quote, freeloading Europeans, unquote, spend on defense? The answer is about, collectively, about $320 billion meaning their budget is the second largest in the world. It's bigger than China's. It's triple Russia's. Why would we want to kick them off the team? We would not. Should 
we final thoughts should we be encouraging them to hit the uh the goal of spending two percent of gdp on defense we should about half of them are doing that but there are no dues to nato this is not like mar-a-lago country club okay so i now have like five more questions based on your initial answer (laughs) the first of them is do we need to spend so much? I mean, when you rattle off those figures that dwarf China, that dwarf Russia, and and it's the United States alone dwarfs them, then you throw in our NATO allies. Is it necessary? I think it is for the United States specifically because we're a global power, because we have global interests. The Europeans who spend in round numbers about half of what we do on defense They don't have the kind of global network or the investment, Michael, in ensuring, for example, uh, freedom of the high seas on which the global economy depends. They don't have the uh, investment that we have in the Middle East. They don't have huge equities in security in Latin America or sub-Saharan Africa. So I think the United States spends a lot on defense, but it's frankly only about three and a half percent of our GDP. That's uh, relatively small in the big scheme of things. And I think it's good value for the U.S. to spend at roughly that level. So NATO countries, Admiral, commit to spending at least two percent of their gross domestic product, their GDP on defense. Derek Hawkins in The Washington Post today, a really uh, neat, easily understood analysis. There's a, a bar graph that goes with it. What countries meet that threshold and which do not? Meeting it, Poland, by the way, exceeding as a percentage of GDP, even the United States, Poland, U.S., Greece, Estonia, Lithuania, Finland, Romania, Hungary, Latvia, United Kingdom, Slovakia. And then the line gets drawn, and below the line, France, Montenegro, North Macedonia, Bulgaria, Croatia, Albania, Netherlands, Norway, Denmark, Germany, Czech Republic, Portugal, Italy, Canada, Slovenia, Turkey, Spain, Belgium, Luxembourg. Question for Admiral Stavridis, is Trump on to something when he says to those who made a commitment to NATO, you've got to honor it by hitting the 2%? Every president, uh, going back, I'm sure, to... Uh, the the president during the period of time in which NATO was actually formed. Every U.S. president has tried to encourage Europeans to hit something roughly resembling the 2% goal. It's not dues. It's not mandatory. It is a goal that is mutually set in the alliance. And when I was Supreme Allied Commander for four years, everywhere I went and every world leader I spoke with, I started off by saying, Please get your spending up to 2%. Barack Obama hammered that home. Um, So has every U.S. president. So President Trump is right to encourage the Europeans. Where he's wrong is sending a message that says, A, these are like dues and you're delinquent, and B, acting like they don't pay anything, that they're valueless, and C, most egregiously and most recently saying, uh, you know what? If I'm not happy with your performance as an ally, I'm just going to tell the Russians to do whatever the hell they want. And I'm quoting here. That's a big mistake. I'll close with this, Michael. Famously, Article 5 of the NATO Treaty. And I'd encourage listeners to read the treaty. You can read it in about 10 minutes. It's, It's tiny, very short, very direct. But the treaty, the heart of it, is Article 5, which says an attack on one shall be regarded 
as an attack on all. Um, all of us have signed up to that treaty. That article has been exercised exactly once in the nearly 80-year history of NATO, and that was 9-11, when we were attacked. And the Europeans stood and delivered. They sent ships and aircraft to the United States, to our defense. And most importantly, they came with us for decades in Afghanistan after we were attacked. And they lost many, many of their servicemen and women. I wrote letters of condolence to hundreds of European families as their commander. So I think NATO is good value for the money. And I am a, uh, a believer that we should encourage your point. We should encourage everybody to hit that 2%. But we ought to do it in the spirit of an alliance, not a protection racket. Admiral James Stavridis, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Smirconish program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Admiral James Stavridis, I agree with the idea that Trump is trying to pursue in his Trumpian way that I vehemently disagree with of everybody paying their fair share. Obviously, what he said was appalling, where he said he'd encourage Russia to do whatever the hell they want against them. 
I have to ask you about the political aspect of this, Admiral Stavridis. Here at home, Republicans, particularly in the Senate, have been silent or uh, understanding, defensive of Donald Trump. Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio, who helped lead the charge on a bill that blocks the president from withdrawing from NATO, both defended his remarks. Uh, The quote that I saw from Tom Cotton, NATO countries that don't spend enough on defense like Germany are already encouraging Russian aggression. Tom Tillis, co-chair of the Senate NATO Observer Group, said he doesn't think it's something Trump honestly believes what of the the lax response or the allowance that's being afforded to him by republican senators uh, I, I would have to quote the movie casablanca i'm shocked to hear that right. there's gambling in this house come on michael um this is of a piece with uh everything from not condemning the events of uh january 6th to not uh condemning the 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 falsehoods that continue to roll out um, I think that's uh, uh, shameful that they would simply allow that to occur. And and frankly, again, I'm all for encouraging our NATO allies to get up to the 2% goal. We need to do it in the spirit of an alliance, uh, not try to, to turn this into some kind of a, a protection scheme. Peter Baker's analysis today made a point that I would not have thought of. I'm sure Admiral Stavridis thinks deeply about this, quote, and if the United States could not be counted on to come to the aid of partners in Europe, where it has the strongest historical ties, then other countries with mutual security agreements with Washington, like Japan, the Philippines, Thailand, Australia, Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Colombia, Costa Rica, and Panama could hardly be assured of American help either. When I read that paragraph, it made me wonder, does Admiral Stavridis's phone ring? I mean, you have a global footprint. You know, folks, military leaders, political leaders all over the planet. Your role in Carlisle, you do so many different things. The Rockefeller Foundation. Do they call you and say, like, what the hell is going on? And does this guy mean it? Yes. And uh, just yesterday I was exchanging emails with a retired British admiral, somebody I'd known going back 30 plus years. We commanded destroyers together off the Balkans uh, and He was simply asking the question, are we still a reliable ally? Think about that for a minute. The United Kingdom, our strongest, arguably our strongest ally, up there with Australia, for example, and a number of others. Uh, But when people like that begin to question, we ought to be very worried. And, Michael, this brings us to another point, my view, in favor of the NATO alliance. It's that by having that in place— We encourage this glittering network of allies, partners, and friends to work together for things that matter to us. A prime example would be what's happening in the Red Sea, where a bunch of Iranian-sponsored pirates, the Houthi pirates, have managed to take a significant chunk out of global shipping through the Red Sea and through the Suez Canal. We are desperately encouraging our NATO allies, not a NATO mission, there's no uh, NATO piece to it, but because we have NATO, we have a better case of encouraging them to come with us and be part of the operations to open those global sea lanes. And I'll give you another example, South China Sea. China claims the entire South China Sea as territorial waters. It's half the size of the continental United States. We are strongly urging our NATO partners to come with us 
operate there, conduct freedom of navigation patrols. Many are doing so, and alongside them, the Japanese, the South Koreans, the Australians. So once you start to take apart uh, NATO, the whole system starts to unwind. That's worrisome. I'm adopting a Stavridis manner of speech, so I'll, I'll put it this way. Let me be let me end, Admiral, where I began with his which is where geez, I'm really botching this. Let me try this again. I want to <laughs> imitate your manner of speech and say, allow me to end where I began with a quote from Donald Trump. Only this time, I think you're going to say mm, this. You believe Peter Baker begins his column this way. Soon after former President Donald J. Trump took office, his staff explained how NATO's mutual defense obligations work. You mean if Russia attacked Lithuania, we would go to war with Russia? He responded, that's crazy. Now, you didn't believe that a world leader ever came to him and said, sir, if we didn't pay up, would you still protect us? Do you believe he made the statement about Lithuania? I absolutely do with all my heart. It rings true of Donald Trump. And, and oh, by the way, I also fully believe uh, John Kelly, who quotes Donald Trump as talking about veterans and, and, and deceased military heroes and cemeteries as suckers and losers. Unfortunately, that sounds a lot like Donald Trump as well. Admiral, thank you so much. 2054 coming soon can be pre-ordered now. We really appreciate you. Thank you, Michael. Be good. Bye bye. Admiral James Stavridis, ladies and gentlemen. OK, so you heard the way that he presented it he pulled no punches and yet i gotta go back can i play it one more time tc i i, I want to go back and i want you to pay close attention not so much to what trump had to say nobody's going to defend nobody's going to call and defend the way in which trump delivered the message i agree with admiral stavridis uh, there's no way this conversation took place do I agree with Donald Trump that our allies ought to stand behind their NATO commitment? I do. Do I approve of him saying in his made-up story that, you know, I would encourage Russia to do whatever? That I, I thought that was horrible, appalling. But what I want you to pay attention to is the crowd reaction. One of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay... And we're attacked by Russia. Will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay. You're delinquent. He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. What are they applauding there? Are they, are they applauding the idea of you got to pay your bill? They know it's bullshit, right? They, they know that conversation didn't. But he's still willing to say it in the way that he did. Like, hey, Russia. And that has to tempt Russia. Russia doesn't know how to interpret Donald Trump. Humor the host of this program and evaluate for me the crowd reaction. It, it's uh, reminiscent of uh, Selena Zito, our friend, you know, who says that they, they, they take it. What did she say? They don't take him literally. They take him figuratively. Figuratively, not literally. Right? Are they taking him literally? Are they, they're like, they like the bravado. I think, right. I think, I think so. so. I think like they, they know that probably never happened. Oh, I don't know about that. But the idea why is... That, why do you think they think it never happened? Because I'm giving them credit. Because mm. I'm giving them credit. Who thinks that really happened? Anybody? This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. 
spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Smirconish program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Uh, Andy, you get to go first. Mission Viejo, California. Go ahead. Hi, thanks, Michael. Uh, appreciate you taking my call. Sure. Um, I, I really, with that crowd response, I really think it's simple. And it's, and, 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 and it saddens me to say this, but I think Historically, his crowds are, are fairly incompetent, in my opinion, and I, I don't think they understand that impact. And quite frankly, um, I don't even know that they know what NATO is or their involvement in our world, to be honest. And then, then they're cheering him on just based on the fact that he's saying something that's cheering the crowd and fueling the crowd to, to get them motivated. But um, I, I'm, I'm convinced, and I think many others are convinced, that um, they they have no clue what he's saying. They're they're just they're just cheering him on because it's I, Donald Trump, and the word vomit that comes out of his mouth, quite frankly, is just fuel for them to, to be excited I, to be looking. I would forward like to, to I would like to think I would like to think that they are applauding the idea of of accountability and paying your fair share. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I possibly, but I, I, it's kind of hard, though, because you, you see them and you, you see these crowds and you see these folks. And I've had conversations with individuals who are for supporters who you know don't quite understand how things work, how government works, how how these types of relationships work in the world, uh, 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 from, you know, coming from a nation of our stature. Um, they're just interested more in, in, in the talking points and and, you know, how they can, um, you know, they, they can embrace 
the destruction of the other side, essentially. And I you? think this is this is a good example of that. Where are you right now? Are you are you on the uh, the uh, Alicia Parkway exit? Uh, no, actually, I'm I'm uh, heading towards uh, San Clemente right now. <laughs> oh. All right, my my device uh, must not be working. TC, I'm able to look right into everybody's I know you are. windshield and I know see you precisely are. where they I like are. That. When they call I like that. I like the fact that you can look at it, at all of our callers. That's great. <laughs> I, I have a friend off the Alicia Parkway. That's why I ask. Thank you for that, Andy. I do appreciate it very much. Boca Raton is where Jeff is standing by. Hi, Jeff. Hey, how you doing, Michael? All good. Um, I I appreciate the last comment. Because I was angry at you for a second, and now I'm better. What were you I angry at me for? Because you were going towards that crowd. What are they doing? You know, And I'm like, no, it's about accountability. That's who he's speaking to. And then you just said it. I'm like, go, Michael. Thank you. Okay, but they're not they're not applauding that the, we're going we're gonna to leave uh, an ally in the wind because no, they gave us X no. instead of... No. And I'm like, the, the, the person who just spoke, so we don't know what they're thinking. We don't know. What, we, it's true. One out of every five probably is ignorant and stupid. But overall, when I think it's happening from the, like us, the middle, either center right or center left, is that the people on our center left are not listening to the people they disagree with. Even if we think they're crazy, even if we think they're ignorant, and God knows Donald Trump's abhorrent. But what he's saying, and the people who follow him are tired of our turn to the well, left listen, in a more socialistic uh, I, state. Let me say something you'll agree with. My, my, my good friend, the Admiral, says that Obama made this a part of, of his mantra as well. And Admiral Stavridis is a former NATO ally, Supreme Ally. He'd know, okay? He'd know far better than I. But I sure don't remember Obama or any American president publicly uh, going after the, going after, you know, encouraging, use whatever words you want, telling the allies, hey, pony up. We're ponying up, pony up. But Michael, but Michael, I don't need to interrupt. Michael, let's, but here's the problem, right? Because I don't know the answer either. And the Admiral probably does. Either our allies aren't paying because they're not paying and we're letting them not pay, or two, there's a legitimate reason why they're not paying. But then that means, what, we're the funder, we're the police for the, for the world? At what point does that impact our own economy and negatively to the point where we can't have these questions? And if Trump is saying them out loud, to have the conversation. Look, we're talking about it right now. We need to find of, out what's going on with NATO. Some of these countries, and, and maybe I'm stereotyping and maybe I'm naive. I could be all of those things. Some of the countries that are not meeting their obligation, I don't know if they have the dough. Although it's a percentage base, it's a proportionate thing. It's not like, hey, write us a check for X dollars. So then let's recalculate, Michael. But but I have to believe, wait, we're we're saying the same thing, I think. No, I know that. No, we are But I I look at Germany, if... Germany is prosperous. Germany, 1.57%. The United States is 3.49%. I love Canada. Oh, Canada. Come on. You're at 1.38%, and the U.S. is at 3.49%. So, but Jesus, why does Trump have to say it the way that he says it? And I I maintain, this is like the age-old question about Trump. This is the age-old question. If, If he were... If he were Studio 54 Donald, if he just realized, okay, he's already reached the point that he needed to reach, he doesn't need to, he can rein it in. He can rein it in and win more of suburbia and be a more measured commander-in-chief. But he just, he either can't do it or he won't do it. I said yesterday, I'm sorry to be repetitive, but I said yesterday, when, when Biden, when Biden was getting hammered, 
for the DOJ report, I said here yesterday, and I think I said it on Friday, I'll bet this bothers Trump. Even though, even though, like, if you're Donald Trump, what do you want to do? You want to make no news and let Biden have his time in the barrel. But he can't resist. If you gave Donald Trump a choice of not being in the news or being in the news in a very negative way, you know what he's choosing. Ever since he told uh, uh, the guy who, Michael Wolf, ever since he told Michael Wolf, every day is a reality show. You know, it's got a beginning and a middle and an end. And tomorrow there'll be another one and people will forget. And damn it, he's right. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. 